Coming to you from Annapolis, Maryland, home of the U.S. Naval Academy, the sailing capital of the world, home of the world's largest crab feast, and four signers of the Declaration of Independence. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, a daily roundup of local news that you can use, including local sports, local events, local opinion, and local weather from DMV Weather. Now here's your host, publisher of Eye on Annapolis, John Frenet. Good morning. It is Friday the 13th of July, 2018. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Don't walk under any ladders, don't let any black cats cross your path, don't break any mirrors, and you'll be okay. Yesterday, County Executive Steve Shu announced a total of $30 million in annual road investments. During his first budget, Shu proposed increasing the road maintenance budget by $9 million, and this year he's going to be increasing it by another $4 million to bring it up to a total of $30 million annually. And in a press conference yesterday, he said no citizen should have to drive on substandard roads littered with potholes. This $30 million will ensure we can finally begin to improve our neighborhood and community roads in the county. Now, the funding for the increased road maintenance is possible through the Jumpstart Anne Arundel Capital Project Financing Program, and this is a program that was enacted in 2015, which allows for 30-year bond financing option. And it has allowed Anne Arundel County to expand its capital funding programs and make critical school, public safety, road, and quality of life infrastructure improvements all the way from Brooklyn Park down to Annapolis and out to Odenton. A little further out from Odenton, over in Jessup, Maryland authorities say that nine people, including former correctional officer, has pleaded guilty to their roles in a bribery conspiracy at a state prison. State Prosecutor Emmett Davitt announced the guilty plea yesterday in the case at the Jessup Correctional Institution. Davitt said that inmate Tyrone Johnson arranged for his sons, Travis and Marquis Johnson, to pay former correctional officer Warren Wright bribes for right to smuggle narcotics inside for Johnson to distribute. The conspiracy began in November of 2015. It lasted more than two years. And a signed plea agreement indicates conspirators met with Wright about 40 times, paying him about $500 each time. The Johnsons and five others have been sentenced. Sentencing for right is pending. And they do also say that there are charges against a second correctional officer and eight other co-conspirators, and they are all pending. I can't say that it's good news coming out of the Capitol Gazette shooting, but this is an incredibly nice gesture. The Caucus of African American Leaders, which is led by convener and chair Carl Snowden, is launching a $70,000 fundraising drive to build a Freedom of the Press memorial to the victims of the Capitol Gazette shooting. The memorial is going to honor the five victims as well as the voice of the free press. In a statement, Snowden said, We believe that it is important that journalists, like activists, voices not be silenced. People who use rhetoric like fake news are contributing to a climate that threatens journalists. A free people must have a free press. And once completed, the memorial will be donated to the city of Annapolis. A location has not been decided, but if anybody would like to contribute, you can send a tax-deductible donation to the Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Committee, P.O. Box 371, Annapolis, Maryland, 21404. And make sure if you send a check to note in the memo line that it is for the Capitol Memorial. Earlier this week, we had a story that CNBC said that Maryland was not a great state for business. Well, apparently it's not a great state to retire either. According to a bank rate study, Maryland tied with New Mexico for the second worst place for retirees to settle. New York came up dead last. South Dakota led the survey in the number one spot, followed by Utah, 
Idaho, and New Hampshire. The survey heavily weighed the cost of living, taxes, health care quality, and weather, and took other factors into account as well. Maryland had one of the highest costs of living and ranked 43rd in tax favorability. South Dakota probably got the top spot because they ain't got no income tax. And following up on a story that was breaking just before the primary elections last month, the state now has a final tally of the number of voters that were affected by the computer glitch at the Maryland Motor Vehicle Administration, and it has been revised down. They initially thought there was more than 83,000, and the total number now is 71,981. And hopefully as we lead into the November election in about another 115 days, all of the glitches have been discovered. Hey, that's it for the top news. Make sure you're checking in on ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we do update it all the time. Also, be sure that you recommend the Daily News Brief to your friends, your relatives, your enemies, and anybody that can listen to you. It's real easy. It comes to you free every morning. There is no cost, and we would appreciate it. And wherever you get your podcast, give us a rating if you think about it. Now, all that's left is for you to stay tuned because we have George Young with your local DMV weather forecast. And of course, because it is Friday, we do have our picks of things for you to do this weekend. Don't miss the best event of the summer. Get your tickets now for the 7th Annual Cakes and Corks Festival at the Anne Arundel County Fairgrounds, Saturday, August 18th from 1 to 7 p.m. Tickets benefit the Special Olympics of Maryland and include a souvenir glass, unlimited wine and beer samples, plus live music including headliner Kristen and the Noise. Sample over 80 Maryland wines, 40 craft beers, plus vendors like wine cream, wine slushies, and desserts made with craft beer. Buy your ticket today at cakesandcorksfest.com. For noon entry, cakesandcorksfest.com. This is Maryland. The weather can be nearly unpredictable. We've got George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis to sort it all out. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Ion Annapolis forecast for Friday, July 13th. Here's the bottom line for this forecast. It has nothing but summertime fun written all over it. Why? Because summertime is all about sunshine and warm weather, if not hot temps. And while temps will likely get back into the lower 90s, It won't be crazy hot or oppressively humid today through the weekend like we saw maybe last week. So chalk it up as perfect weather to enjoy some pool action, a trip to the ocean or the bay, or a hike in a state park like Patapsco Valley State Park where you can get in a few miles or more in the shade under the canopy from the trees. So look for tons of sunshine today through Sunday with high temps in the upper 80s to lower 90s as rain chances stay very low and winds remain fairly light on the whole. As for next week, it'll stay very warm to hot, but Annapolis and all of Anne Arundel County will see one, if not two, rain chances throughout the week. And that's a good thing as some rain is much needed now after a very wet 70 to 80 day period from April 1st through mid to late June. Okay, that's it for today. Make it a great day out there and be sure to follow DMV Weather anywhere all the time at dmvweather.com or on social media via Twitter or Facebook or especially on our free app that you can download from the Apple App Store or Google Play Store on all of your devices by searching for DCMDVA Weather, so you can always stay weather-informed. But remember, whatever the weather outside, have fun and be safe. Here's to the teacher who spends her weekend helping children who need a little extra attention, to the soldier who missed the birth of his baby while serving overseas, to the EMT working full-time and taking night classes, To the police officers and firefighters working long hours away from their families to keep our families safe. Here's to you, our hometown heroes. I'm Alan Hyatt, chairman and president of Severn Bank, and we know there are many heroes among us. Men and women who serve without expecting anything in return. 
which is why we're honored to offer our Hometown Heroes program to educators, law enforcement officers, firefighters, first responders, health care workers, and military personnel. Whether you're opening a checking account or buying a new home, we're here to give back to you. Learn more about our Hometown Heroes program at SeverinBank.com. Severn Bank, here with you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Need to make plans for the weekend? We got you covered. Here are our top picks. Be sure to visit ionanapolis.net to sign up for the events newsletter with a listing of all the upcoming area events. Thank God it's... See what happens when you get a good weekend weather-wise? The events just fill up the calendar. Let's do it chronologically. Starting tonight down at City Dock, you've got Summer Tango Series. And this comes out about once a month down on City Dock. If you're curious about the beautiful dance of tango, come on down and watch. If you're curious about learning how to dance the tango, come on down and participate. It gets underway at 7 p.m., gets finished up around 10 p.m., completely free, right at Susan Campbell Park down at City Dock. On the other side of town, SOFO, which is the South of Forest Drive Business Association, is presenting their summer movie series, Under the Stars. This is in the parking lot at the Bay Ridge Shopping Center near the Dollar General Store. It is free, and the movie tomorrow night is Moana, which is the animated Disney flick. Gets underway at 9 p.m. Bring your blanket, your cushion, low-back chairs. Popcorn will be available there. If you're kind of a history buff or a little bit of a geek, Architrex Tours, which is a new tour set by Watermark downtown, and tomorrow from 10 to noon, gets underway at the information booth down at City Dock right there by the Harbor's Master's Office, and it is a two-hour walking tour of downtown Annapolis and totally focused on architecture and preservation. You can learn about the city's most notable and celebrated homes in the 18th and 19th century. It's led by two local architects. I did this about a year ago when they launched it, and it is really, really very fascinating. It is a lot of walking. You do cover a lot of ground, but well worth it to go do that if you want to check out some of the buildings and homes that are right here in our own backyard. Continuing on the, if you're a geek kind of a theme, the Annapolis Makerspace is having their first anniversary party and open house. This is tomorrow from noon to 4 p.m. at their place, and it's a new place. It's at 2014 Renard Court, Unit C, and that's in the industrial park behind, sort of behind the bowling alley there. If you're not sure what a makerspace is, go check it out. They've got tech, they've got woodworking, electronics, all sorts of things. And if you're still not sure what they might be interested in, go back and listen to any one of these daily news briefs on a Thursday, because we've got Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace, and he really sort of highlights everything that goes there. So if you're just curious, tomorrow, noon to four at Annapolis Makerspace. Sliding up into Baltimore tomorrow, noon to 7 p.m., it's the Federal Hill Jazz and Blues Festival. It is the 17th annual one. It's a day in beautiful Federal Hill, checking out awesome vendors, eating delicious food, and listening to some of the hottest jazz and blues bands in Baltimore. There will be free parking and a shuttle, or you can take the Charm City Circulator and guess this, it is completely free admission. Sliding down into Southern Maryland, way Southern Maryland, at St. Leonard's, at the Jefferson Patterson Park and Museum, it's the Southern Maryland Balloon Festival. It gets underway at 3 p.m. It goes till 10 p.m. It will feature a balloon glow as the sun begins to set. You can search for tickets on Eventbrite. They're going to have an expanded kid zone, artisans, on-site parking, plenty of it, and gorgeous views of the Patuxent River there. I don't have a list of the live bands, but they do have live bands and a fireworks display, so it might be a fantastic day for a road trip down to 
Southern Maryland. If you're going to stay locally, Pride Night at Metropolitan up on the rooftop is tomorrow night, 9.30 to 1.30 a.m. And you can join the group Annapolis Pride on a summer night at the rooftop at Metropolitan. They're going to have DJ Jason Crawford. It is 21 plus, but they've got drink specials on $3 Natty Bows, $5 Brills drinks, $7 Mojitos. And that's a great celebration considering that July is Pride Month in Annapolis. Rounding out the weekend, you're going to be exhausted after all of that. So head on down to the Captain Avery Museum down in Shadyside at 1 p.m. And it is Sunday, Sunday. And that would be Sunday with an A-E on the first Sunday. Admission is free. Ice cream Sundays will be available for sale. They'll have lawn games, art in the garden, a misting tent in case it's warm. It's completely kid-friendly. And if you haven't visited the Captain Avery Museum down there, get a little bit of a history of the Chesapeake Bay, I highly recommend that you do so. That is it for the stuff that we've picked this weekend. No matter what you do, please be safe, and we will see you on Monday. Thanks for listening to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. If you like what you heard, make sure to tell your friends and colleagues about it. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find much more. Be sure to check out our other weekly podcast, The Maryland Crabs. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.